0: Lot Talk Radio. This is Saida Garrett, and I'm tuned in to Intro to Info with my girl, Makisha.
1: You're listening to Intro to Info with your host, Makisha from D.C. That's me, open-minded, business-minded, spiritual, a little hood, and very nerdy, and down to earth, and queen of hearts from Florida. She's so ladylike, family-oriented, quick-witted, and a real pillar in her community. On our platform, we discuss anything imaginable, where we talk a lot of pop culture, current events, and speak on our personal life experiences. We interview fantastic guests with unique stories, and Lord knows we just have organic fun. And check this out. If you want to join in on the fun, call in at 515-605-9376. We are live on Saturdays from 9 to 10 p.m. EST on the J. King Network. If you are an info for info, tune in to Intro to Info.
0: Lob Talk Radio Lob Talk Radio This is Saida Garrett, and I'm tuned in to Intro to Info with my girl, Makisha.
1: You are listening to Intro to Info with your host, Makisha from D.C. That's me, open-minded, business-minded, spiritual, a little hood, and very nerdy, and down to earth, and queen of hearts from Florida. She's so ladylike, family-oriented, quick-witted, and a real pillar in her community. On our platform, we discuss anything imaginable, but we talk a lot of pop culture, current events, and speak on our personal life experiences. We interview fantastic guests with unique stories, and Lord knows we just have organic fun. And check this out. If you want to join in on the fun, call in at 515-605-9376. We are live on Saturdays from 9 to 10 p.m. EST on the J. King Network. If you are an info for info, tune
0: in to Intro to
1: Info. everybody, to today's episode of Intro to Info. I'm your host, Makisha, broadcasting live from Washington, D.C. on today, which is Saturday, March 19, 2022. I want to tell everyone thank you for your listenership, whether you're listening live or via the Archive Podcast. We're on each and every Saturday from 9 until 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, we're in a network called the J. King Network, and we have a host of shows with different subject matters. So I encourage you to explore the network as well as explore the blogtalkradio.com website because any topic that you can think of, uh, there's probably a radio show catered around it. If you have a voice, if you have something to say, also encourage you to maybe start your own show. You can start it all for free. Um, anybody can get 30 minutes of uh, airtime certain pockets uh, throughout the day. So if you feel like that uh, you're capable of doing that, I highly implore you to. And then if you feel like you're doing well, you can then start to pay for it, and it'll be a, a return on your investment if your listenership isn't enough. My father is joining us today, so I just want to take him off of mute and, and greet him so we can get started on these hot topics. Hey, Daddy, how are you? I'm
2: fine, thank you. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. I'm, I'm so glad that you're here. Our other hosts should be joining us soon. I, did, I, I do have to tell you something hot off of the press. Um, you were always talking about how I'm trying to get rich quick. So I don't found me another stream of income. Daddy, you want to know what it is? Are you ready? Go ahead. Okay, so I downloaded the, ble- the Bleacher Report app. So it tells you all the latest um, happenings in the sports world. So when I was mm-hmm. looking at just the uh, March Madness updates, this ad pops up for betting on games. I said, ooh, <laughs> I downloaded the app, Daddy. <laughs> I'm betting bet on all this game tonight. <laughs> they will find a way to make some money, ain't it?
2: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's been there for a while, but um, there's been a lot of upsets in the... Uh,
0: In the games,
2: um, some of the top seeds, they've been uh, losing more almost than normal this year. So even if you're not sure, of, uh, even if you haven't been following throughout the year, you might pick a game and turn out to be a winner. So um, I wish you were with that.
1: But this the thing with that I have no idea what I'm doing because it has something to do with you pick like certain players from the team, and and they uh, it goes on a salary and they give you a certain amount for the salary. Like I when I say I have no idea what I'm doing, so I only put a couple dollars in. But it's just fun learning, and I, I hope that I win the, for the investment that I put in a little, the small one. Literally went in there and like, what the heck is this? But it's again, it's just I just saw I just saw a way to make money, so um. I'm enjoying it. Um shout out to Mommy because she gave us some uh hot topics that she wants us to actually discuss today. So, uh we'll do that for you, Mom. Um dad, I want to start with uh your view on what's currently happening with the Ukraine Russia situation. Like your viewpoints on that cuz I kind of saw your reactions to certain news stories this week. So, I kind of know, but I just want you to share what you're willing to um, about that
2: uh, current situation? It was really hard to watch, um, especially when they uh, showed, I mean, babies who were uh, killed uh, during this attack. I think it was like maybe about 145, and they showed that uh, the carriages of uh, little babies who was killed in this ex- explosion and um, it was just very difficult to watch. Uh, it's certainly a, a sad situation. Uh, you know, I've been watching all all weekend. Uh, it's just devastating. It's uh, a human being, uh, a dictator like Putin, just go around wanting to take over uh, another country, and. I, I believe at this time he 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 himself have lost over two thousand of his soldiers uh I, you know I just want to see peace, but if you look in revelations uh whats transparent today with the wars and uh, uh the pandemic is is in the bible, so I'm not surprised.
1: Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, it's so difficult to watch and the the news stories pop up on my phone, they're heartbreaking and I overhear the news stories that you're listening to. And um, you know, it it's unnecessary. This is like you said, this is a dictator who's making these decisions and it's causing so many people to be casualties. And it's unnecessary. And um Ukraine and Russia are two countries and I I just don't want it to trickle over to America but I want what's happening over in both of those countries to stop because it's it's, enough is enough and I just feel like we just go from one thing to the other as soon as um, the COVID cases plummet a little bit now we're dealing with Ukraine and Russia and a hike of of gas prices which I want to go into and um I just feel like it's one thing after the other, and it takes the strength and it takes faith because if we just rely on our own strength, this it's it's bleak and it makes you kind of afraid, quite honestly. But as you spoke about what's happening in Revelations, that they did, Revelation did say that this was going to happen. And I also wanted to, um, to mention my friends who are Jehovah's Witnesses who are kind of, when I speak to them, they remind me of the same thing, that, hey, this stuff is in Revelation, so it has to come to pass. So I'm glad that you said that, to kind of remind our listeners as well, you know?
2: Yeah, um, I mean, all different religions have their different perspectives about what's going on. Uh, um, The Jehovah Witness, they have very knowledgeable about Um, what's going on? I, um, but I don't want to get in a situation where I criticize any religion because, um, I don't know. I'm not a judge of anybody's religion, you know. So I don't want to get into that. Mm -hmm. So, as far as the, uh, gas prices Maryland the state we live in um uh, the governor uh, he uh cut the state just for 30 days he's going to do a, a, a additional 60 days which be a total of 90 days of of no uh, gas tax it really helping out with the uh prices will bring the uh prices down um Anywhere from $0.30 to $0.50 cent, that's per gallon. That's really good. I, f- I forgot the other state that had already approved what I think it might have been taxes, So I'm not sure. I know our state, Maryland, was the first state who uh, took initiative to cut the uh, gas tax prices to help their citizens
1: and- virginia was another state correct
2: virginia having they the the governor put it for approval but hasn't gone to the um, their government yet they they uh their governor governor he did make a recommendation but have not had a a final approval as of yet
0: okay
1: and of course, us working class people appreciate any of these breaks that uh, we can get in the midst of these changes and in price gouges and influxes of of groceries and clothes and almost everything. So we're appreciative of that. But it's again, I just feel like it's one thing after the other. You guys are tuning in to Intro to Info with your host Makisha, and my daddy is joining me today. We're just talking about hot topics and what. Um, it's actually happening in the world. I've got the opinions of my mother and some friends. I said, what do you want to talk about tonight? So we're running down all of the subjects that uh, we were asked to. But, Daddy, I wanted to talk about this Kanye West situation, and I want to know your thoughts on uh, the happenings with him and Kim and Pete and D.L. Hughley and Steve Harvey, Trevor Noah. I'll start by saying... He's so troubled. It's it's clear that there's something going on mentally, and I kind of um I kind of understand why Steve Harvey was attacking Kanye, but I also feel like this is not the time because you're picking at somebody who needs help. You're throwing salt on the wound. Same for uh, D. L. Hughley. Even though Kanye might have initiated it, he is having issues in his head. He, in addition to his mother passing. His wife is with someone else, apparently much happier, and he just can't deal with it. He can't get over it, and so he's lashing out. Those are my initial thoughts. What say you?
2: He created his own monster. Uh, I think he had never been the same uh, after his mother's death, but he initiated the uh, incident with Hugh Glee and with... uh, Kim's new boyfriend. I don't. I haven't heard the incident with uh, Steve Harvey. I think at this time he may be suicidal. Um, he he, he definitely needs to consult uh, maybe someone like uh, Doctor Field to get some professional help. Um, because I I really do think he needs help, and for him to get uh to date a young lady who looked more like Kim Kardashian than Kim Kardashian. That's kind of, wow, I mean, why didn't you just keep the woman that you had? But he he, he definitely got a Kim Kardashian look like this This woman looked more like Kim than, than Kim looked like him. <laughs>
1: no, so that uh, Kanye apparently threatened D.L. Hughley oh, he said, I can afford to have you hurt. That's what he said to DL. And so Steve in turn says, oh, uh, pull up. You don't want these types of problems. So, you know, for Steve to come in and say that, at this this time, Dad, I feel like people just need to leave him alone and see how they can help the brother. Because it's not funny at this point. His his new girlfriend says, oh, he's harmless. Um, I don't know about that because he has run up on Kim at, at those children's parties and stuff and has said things that, are uh could be warnings to something that's physical in my opinion so the fact that she says that he's harmless I, I don't know about that he hasn't done anything physical as yet but he just continually talks and he had his um instagram instagram banned him for 24 hours and the grammys is not going to have him this year he's just spiraling out of control it's so unfortunate because he really is very talented now my friend william said he don't know about a genius um i personally I I not mean he might not be a genius but he's he's up there. He he was able to do just what he said he was gonna do. He used to tell his um teachers that he was going to be a big time producer and produce for Michael Jackson. Like he had that foresight and he made it come to pass. So for for that I'm he is he has some Qualities of a genius, in my opinion, uh, as far as all he was supposed, to, all that he's done for music as well, and all the the uh, people that he produced and gave platinum records to.
2: Yeah, I didn't know he was almost a vegan there. Um, although I've never really followed him, ever since he uh, had that situation with the young lady who got a I. I believe maybe a, a grant some kind of award over Beyonce when he got on that stage. Right. And, uh, he yeah, so I, I really never uh, follow him. I mean, he looked he like Kim was a, a prize. Kim, she's a, a nice lady and everything, but she had her shit. I mean, he wouldn't get no prize, you know. He, he married a woman who you know, who dated a lot of men, it's not like, I don't know, I, I don't want to put Kim down because I think she's, she's a, a, amazing how much money she made. I mean, what talent did she have? Uh, what really made her famous was sleeping with Ray J. So.
1: Yeah, and the way her mother, Chris, was able to turn that whole thing around and not only have Kim be famous, but the whole family. That was brilliant of, of Chris. I don't know how she was able to pull that off, but she was. And uh, that's, in my opinion, brilliant. How you could turn something that is perceived to be slutty or whorish, they turned it around and made a whole lot of money. So, um, you know, shout out to Chris. You have yeah. to give you have to give uh recognition to Chris as well as because it took skill from all of the Kardashians to be able to get their own money. It wasn't all Chris, you know, Rob, Chloe, <clears throat> Courtney, all of them were able to make names for themselves in the industry, partly because of the keeping up with the Kardashians of uh, show. Um just Mm-hmm. Amazing what they were doing. The fact that the father was a, a lawyer in the OJ case, they they turned all that stuff around to their favor. I ain't lying.
2: Yeah, they they really did p- promoted very well. See, did an excellent job. So, I mean, the new uh, the new father, who's a woman now, he <laughs> he was a great tennis <laughs> player. I mean. A grey athlete, you now he now he's dating a black man.
1: <laughs> they got a lot going on. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: and hey, they they all love black men, cause you, Which Kardashian you want? Which one?
2: <laughs> None. No. Huh? Uh, uh. I will just give me a black a black woman who looks like a Kardashian. Huh. I
1: don't need to <laughs> that. Oh, man. You know, I noticed when I was at the – um. I went to a concert last week, and it was kind of alarming at the amount of people who were not wearing masks. And as one of my students would say, they were raw-dogging the air. And But I kept my mask on. I think that it's way soon to – have these masks off in such large numbers. Um, I had a lot of text messages with travel opportunities. I'm still skeptical to travel abroad right now because there's no way that COVID is, like, significantly gone enough to um, to the point where you don't need to wear a mask anymore. Um, but I, when I was at that concert, by and large, people did not have on masks, and I was I was – I'm glad that I'm okay, though, because people are still testing positive for it. But it's just the numbers are going down a bit. I'm happy for it. But what do you think about the people starting to remove their masks? Are you going to start to um, take yours off when you're in public?
2: <laughs> no, I'll be wearing my mask like I'm a burglar until this thing over. <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, President Obama... He contracted it, and also uh, Vice President Harris, her husband, he contracted it also. I mean, this thing is not over. Uh, it's it's definitely ha- have slowed down. You know, you see a, a lot of people with the masks off, but um, this virus is invisible. You you can't, you know. Uh, you can't physically see. It It was like uh, a green color. If you can see it, you can avoid it, but you, you don't know what you're walking into.
0: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm.
2: I don't think people should put their guards down. You know, um, I know the schools in Virginia with this new uh, governor, uh, they, you know, they had a big debate about not wearing masks, uh, it just doesn't make any sense. Um, I guess if one of his kids contracted it, and they get really sick, he he probably want to change the law. As long as it's affecting other people's children, especially minorities, they don't really care.
1: Right, because I just look at it from the standpoint of, like, through, like, Dr. Fauci's eyes, just using the, the science behind this, how many surgeries we had initially when this came, they were only just one after the other. So it's still, it's, it's no way that it's has gone as people would think that it is because of, because of all the back-to-back surgeries that we had. And so that's where, like you said, my guard is still up. And then secondly, and I always tell people, I call it cocoa. I said I don't want my family or myself to have cocoa ever again. So that part about it, because I had it and I know what it feels like, I... I'm in no rush to take off my two masks. I keep me some KN95s, and I, and I keep just some regular old blue surgical masks uh, with me because I'm, I'm telling you guys, if you never had a coronavirus, you don't want it. You don't want those problems. So, um, mm no, 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 no. And then I still, if I see a, a large crowd, I'm in the opposite direction of that, of that crowd because it's, it's just... It makes you feel so weird. You can't taste. You can't smell. You're exhausted. Friggin' it's, ugh, gosh. No. Never. Man, like I... And I pray. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, I just, when I say my prayers, I ask God for that to never happen to us again. Go ahead.
2: Well, just like in the NBA games, especially in the All-Star games. Most of those people didn't have them. It was a large crowd. They, they cheering. I, I just don't understand this this virus. Uh, uh, Doctor Fauci, he's doing an excellent job, but he's it's like uh, on the job learning from him. I mean, he, he's yeah, training. He he's doing an excellent job. Um, he, people can't uh look at him as he's the second coming of of Jesus. He's doing the best that he can. And um, I think if people listen to him, start listening to him from the beginning, we'll be almost done with the mess. Uh, Those foolish people in the administration, they didn't listen. And unfortunately, before that, two-time, impeached, incompetent, fool Trump guy elected out of office. It was 400,000 people who contracted the rise, himself included, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if they would have done more in the very beginning and not looked at it as something that was just a lighthearted situation, I really do believe a lot could have been avoided. Go ahead, Dad.
2: He waited three months. He knew about that, uh, uh, the virus and in November. He didn't mention it. Two, about three months later, saying that it, it would go away just all kinds of things that didn't make any sense. Asking the, uh, the scientists, can people drink bleached and just... Something that a a, a a foolish person would ask questions about you know saying why they even listen to that man and and how in the hell he's not in jail for life for all the dirty stuff that he's done, but in the end, all these crook crooked corrupt people they're running the government republicans uh. All these who've been running the government for years—they're uh, gonna have to face the Lord. And then again, they—they—they they think that they're the supreme being. they 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 and in the end, they're gonna be with God. That, that shows you how stupid they are, and that's why they want to take uh, the, some portions of history out of the. Out of the books because they are ashamed for the kids to see all the dirty things they've been doing over the years. This yeah. is a disgrace.
1: There was—I know you keep up with Trump. What's he been up to these days?
2: Oh, he uh, last week had a rally saying that if he was in the office, this would have never happened and he just listened to all, all the mistakes he feel like uh biden is, is making when you lost the election and you out of office uh, and you, your job is you, you don't really have a job you need to sit back and criticize a person but when you was in office you didn't do a damn thing but go go run the country act, Acting like a damn fool, he never finished that that wall that he he said he didn't do nothing. Yeah, the the thing that he did most was make things better for the rich people, and the, all those buffoons who were poor who voted for them. He went around the country putting on his sideshows, saying racist stuff. They voted for him, but they just stood back and looked at, at it and asked himself, what is this man doing for for me? Other than going around the country talking about minorities. And he told a group of people in Pennsylvania normally he wouldn't even come up there, but he just needs them. He just up there to get their votes. Yeah, I mean, so. he's
1: honest. He 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 was honest in that, and that was part of his appeal. Uh, the Republicans liked him because he was just honest, and that he he was kind of rude, but he was brutally um, honest and, and forthcoming with what he wanted to say without being. He was not diplomatic, and they think that some of them think it's funny. Some of them think that was needed. Um, it made it made him more uh, feared by um, other people. So, hey, this is their argument, but.
2: Well, with racism over the years it it it, it like in the well like in sixty nine when they had Woodstock, everything was good. In the seventies, uh people got along in the eighties was all right. And then it started getting bad, but when he got in office, all these ignorant racist people start coming out of the woods and Feel so like they mm-hmm. can do and say what they they wanted to about other minorities and stuff. It really they really got bad. I've never seen it that this bad in my life. So I remember uh, the August day in nineteen sixty three when they had the uh, when Martin Luther King had the uh, march at the in the Monument Grounds. Um, I, I was asking my mother why all these people were here and these things. She told me they was demonstrating. Mm-hmm. I was, I, I, like six or seven years old. I didn't understand what demonstrating meant. Mhm, mhm. Right. It, it's it's gonna all work out one day, you know. They, you know, this might be the only heaven or glory that all these bad people of all races going to get you know because uh they surely may not be with the lord
0: <clears throat> i can't
2: just i i can't just them by i can go i can only go by what the bible says with that you so know. i did i want to read look. this go
0: ahead
2: so, no, look, I'm done.
1: I want to read this scenario to you, especially because of your criminal justice background. This is, I found it to be very interesting. It says, um, I got this on Facebook. It says, My dad is mean. My cousin was complaining about how hard it is for him to find a good job being a convicted felon. And he was like, Why don't anyone give me a chance? I want to make money. My daddy goes, well, maybe you should have thought of that before you did the crime. Now you're suffering the consequences. Why should a job take a chance on you when there are applicants without that felony on their record who wouldn't be seen as a risk? My cousin got so mad, and my dad was like, don't get mad at me. Be mad at yourself for doing dumb stuff to get you in this situation. I would love your feedback. I agree with the father.
2: In certain states one once you become a felony, you you lose your citizenship. You you don't have the right to vote. You can you know, that right is taken away from you. Um, you can't get credit cards. You, you you use your basically when you commit a felony in certain states it's like you're not a even a, a citizen a citizen of the United States anymore. So you you lose your rights. I mean, uh, I, I agree with the the father. You should have thought about that uh, when he was uh, committing a crime. I mean, uh, Richard Richard Pryor said best uh, a black person. Well, he said uh, I'm not gonna say a negro goes and just in the criminal justice system in America. He's correct. All you gonna find is just us. And there's no way any fool can see if America, if African Americans make seventy percent of
0: the mm-hmm. prison
2: population, but you only have ten percent you only make ten percent of America, what kind of math is that? Well I mean how can you justify that? why would you go into modern-day slavery when when you know they're just waiting on you to do something to to lock you up to for you just like you in slavery? Mm-hmm. For, mm-hmm. Like Louis first kind of said, it's modern-day slavery, and a lot of these young um, men fall right into that mess. If you know the system against you, why, why shouldn't you try to have a uh, – why should why don't you try to be a law abiding citizen? Mhm. Mm-hmm. Uh I understand that. Yeah. So I agree with the father.
0: Okay.
1: I thank you so much for your uh feedback there. And I read that and I really had to think about it. Because, my, I'm not going to lie, my default is I agree with the father as well. I really, really do. But I have friends who are felons. And so, so again, I have friends who are felons that I've had the same conversation with, and they kind of explain to me some of the reasons why they did some of the things that they did. and. Again, this is the in my in my opinion, this is the mark of an intelligent person, a truly intelligent person, because you go and get the perspective. Because initially, my default is no, you shouldn't have never did that. But they sometimes they do things out of desperation, or they do stuff because they were young and dumb. Which i see in me working in the college, said I see some mistakes that I just consider. Why would you do that? But so there's that, um, and then I, I see some self-made millionaires who say that they would be willing to take a chance on a fellow, and they have. And not admire the fact that they would be willing to take that chance on that person. But it, I think that full circle that it boils down to making wise choices so you, don't, so you can avoid having to deal with what opportunities you might not get. But again, it only it helped me to gain perspective and be more like a little bit more sympathetic to felons when I began to speak to the people who were in my life who impacted me who said, and I wish I could remember something in particular that that was um was told to me as a reason why they committed a crime and but i I began to to soften up just a bit but you know what I'm saying,
2: you know where I would tell them just like my mother told me when I was young. Bad money don't spend good. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Uh, well, when you earn, earn your money honestly, you don't never have to worry about the police with the no knock, busting down mm-hmm. your door, coming up your step with guns pointed at you and dragging you out, out of your house if they don't shoot you first into a police car because you took that chance. Uh, I just don't, you you you, you just got to do the things the, the right way. I don't believe in that, you know. Um, I'm 66 years old. I, I've never committed a, a, a crime, you know. I, I can rest peacefully, you know, at night. I ain't got to worry about um, nobody busting my house in the middle of the night um, taking me away in jail because I never, I never committed a crime,
0: and if, if they
2: do, uh, I'll go gracefully because I'm gonna sue, sue them. If, I'm gonna sue them.
1: <laughs> oh, I thought of something. That now in this situation, the, the scenario I just read to you, I really do think it was um, this young man. And just he just made poor choices. But say for example, I just I just thought of this. Um, there was one instance where somebody was messing with a guy's mom, and so he in turn got the guy. If I knew that, I would be more prone to help out somebody like that, as opposed to somebody who robbed a liquor store, just made a cho- like wanted that fast money, as you just spoke of. Like to me, that something that can, is justifiable. You messing with somebody's mom, the person that they love the most in life, and you re, you retaliated because the woman is typically the weaker sex, and you did it for her protection and you got caught. You see, does that, if you had a scenario like that, are you more empathetic to that, or you, do you kind of stand firm with, with, with what you said initially?
2: Well, people are, well, if somebody was messing with somebody's mother and the son protected them without killing them, uh, I would be more sympathetic towards them. But once you can't really um, say that was self-defense because if it wouldn't if it wasn't in the heat of passion, if you witnessed someone beating on your mother and then, mm-hmm. uh, and you tried to stop them and they didn't stop and they tried to attack you, then yeah, that could be justified as self-defense. But that's the hot, yeah. If I was a judge, I wouldn't give a person time for that, you know, but I'm not a, a judge. I mean, um, mm-hmm. uh, no, nobody wants to see nobody he on on uh, on their uh, mother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So. That was great. And I, um, this makes me want to also mention um, the guys in my life who said they didn't have a father and how they see themselves as uh, adults. And they say, I see why a father is necessary because there is like my temper and my decisions, they weren't groomed by a man who who was my father. Like if if you're raised by your mother, you're gonna be missing certain components. Is if you just have one parent, and dad, that's one of the reasons why. For as many times I'm asked um, why I don't have kids, I uh, and I I live with this decision. If I can't have the setup like that, that I was born into, meaning a mom and a dad married before I got here, so that was in place that I'm going to forego having children. Now, I would um, love to have a family, but I just don't want to be um, somebody who's potentially a single mother because I'm back and forth with a guy and he can come and go as he pleases because he's unstable. I would rather just not have kids if I have to uh, forego the stability of a marriage because I saw how um, the structure made a difference in how um, the three of us turned out. Um, And I want to also say that um, I was reading an article about Mary J. Blige, and she said she doesn't have kids because she doesn't want to have somebody that tends to all the time, and she wants to come and go as she pleases. Now, I I feel her on that, but it's just like it's better to to not have kids than to have them and to be a a crappy mother because you know you want to come and go as you please. What say you, Dad?
2: Um, You mean it takes a, a man and a woman?
1: To make a child So you
2: need that same man and woman To raise a child I can't teach mm. you how to be a lady I'm glad um, you, um m- m- Mommy was here to raise you a- As a woman Because I can't teach you How to be a lady But I can teach Mike How to be a, a man You know I can teach you mm-hmm. how Not to be treated by Some fool who don't who want to date you or the, what to put up with and what not to put up with but I can't teach mm-hmm. you to be a, a, a lady you right. know because uh, I um, I don't have feminine qualities and I'm definitely not a nurturer mm-hmm. I don't know how to be a nurturer so
0: right
1: Right, and that and that goes yeah. back to the reason why there is it's a father and a mother there. And I was I was listening to Kim Whitley the other day, and she's a single mother. She was like, she said, I learned by raising Joshua that this is a two person job. She said it is hard being a single mother. I mean, it's meant for two people, and a, and a, and that is a man and a woman. She said, and I see the the um the void in not having a father, and it and that's it's funny because when you start to think about your life and the decisions and you start to question certain things and you get the confirmation of why you did something in the first place or why you didn't do something in the first place. And her, hearing her say that was that confirmation to me because I could have had kids, you know, but I just was like, uh-uh, not without that structure because it's, it's it's difficult with the structure because it takes a village and dad a part of that village, just like you said, is the mom and the dad. It took. I love that you said it took the, the two parents to make them, and it's going to take those same two parents to raise them. I think that's very profound and true. But I, I don't want to take it because I've seen a, a, a
2: lot of, um, well, you know, in, in this country, seven out of ten households are raised by women. And being a father myself for the last uh 39 years uh, um, I think some women did Have done An excellent job Raising boys I mean um, There's some exceptions to the rule But that, that boy needs Some type of father figure He needs an uncle or a, Her brother He needs some type of man in the family Yes. uh so.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, did you do you think that you having a father made so much of a difference in how you turned out as a man? Yeah,
2: I mean, uh, my father had a father. I mean, uh, every I mean, my father, his parents were together. it's you know, I, 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 uh, it's a tradition with my family that. They didn't have a lot of divorces in, in the best family at all. But um put down any other people, but uh, uh they were more with two with two parents in the household. So it's mm-hmm. a different I don't um uh, this may sound hypocritical but uh I think even if my father wasn't there I would have still turned out well because uh my my mother, to be honest with you, she always prepared me to be uh she always to tell me um that one day you had to be ahead of a house She would never baby me. You know. Mhm. Yeah, one day I might be the head of a little household. So.
1: And she spoke that over your life, and here we are. She spoke that over your life, yeah. and here we are.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's vital. And I like you said, I, I commend... Any single parent who's out here still raising their children um, or just living off of, like, a child support check um, as the only contribution from the other parent, um, it's it, – I, I can't even imagine how difficult it, it could be because I have um, my nieces and nephews and I, all that it takes. just like um, somebody was saying earlier, all the questions that they ask, this <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just a lot.
1: <laughs> and the thought of doing it alone is exhausting, especially if it's more than one. Um, and they have their own personalities and just, they need to be fed and just, oof.
0: <laughs> but, but, and I
1: always say, yeah. I make a joke, I've got 933 kids, Dad. I, so, I I I mean, who can top that? With uh, So, here we go. I've got more kids than anybody, so, but, just not, they didn't come through with me. They just somebody else's. <laughs> go ahead.
2: Yeah, it take, I mean, it takes a village to raise a, a child. Uh, but I can honestly say, um, I will go to my grave not understand why a man make a child and abandon the child. How you? How can you sleep at night?
1: It's, it's so common, and you always said that you you couldn't sleep at night no, not knowing where your children were.
2: Nah, even if I was foolish enough to have illegitimate kids, I, I would bring uh, uh, I I would I want to bring them here so I know that they would be safe. Mhm. Mhm. And as nice as mommy is, she would accept them. But I would, you know, that thing that you know, I would. Ever wanted to do, but I just can't imagine. You know, you you get. I, I I know men who have. You know, so many different baby, mamas, and they, mm-hmm. These kids are not trophies. It doesn't make you a man. Any 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 boy can make a child.
1: Queen of Hearts has joined us. Um, I'm going to take you off mute, Queen, so you can say, hey, how are you doing today? How's Florida? Whew, girl. <laughs> tired. I'm so tired. Did we have a special guest tonight? It's me and
0: Daddy. We did special guest tonight, and you oh. now.
1: So it's was the guests tonight. We
0: had family day at the beach today, and, girl, wow. it was so many people out there. It looked like them. Ants is running up and down that beach with so many people out there. And they was really banking off of the people that travel here to enjoy the beach for spring break because the parking normally is like $20, right? They said, oh, it's $50 to park. I said, "Huh? what? I said, to go to free water with oh free sand? This is free water. you charging what? Okay, I said, $50 wow. to park. Okay, no problem. And then I'm watching them jacking people cars up and pulling them off. I'm like, why are y'all pulling these people cars out? Oh, because they meted or ran out. But they paid $50. How they meet or ran out when it's $50 for the whole day? I'm like, uh-uh, <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> I told my cousin, my sister, everybody, look, we're going to go park on the street. We're going to find a parking space on the street because we don't want our This is, But we had a good time, though. They was banking on people that don't know the area, And didn't have no other option, but we knew other options besides that. And the weather was beautiful, breezy, sunny. The water felt like ice, but it balanced out, and we had such a good time. And plus, I have a tan, so my caramel skin is even darker. I love it. So we had a a good time. And I I was so blown because I thought I left my cell phone charger, like I said, down there. And I'm like, oh, God, not another cell phone charger. So we looked all over the house and I found it. I said, okay, thank you, Jesus. <sighs> but no phone all day. I wasn't disturbed with no phone calls, no people complaining, no nothing. We just chilled, revived, and had a good time and made new friends. <sighs> <sighs> okay. I'm uh, so they price, they, they price gouged the people? Yes, because <laughs> the rooms, okay, I know the rates, right, because I'm a local. They don't. So the rooms mm-hmm. down there on the beach normally run like one fifty a night, right? They was charging mm-hmm. like five hundred plus a night. No uh no damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then the like I say, the parking that's normally twenty dollars, the max one in one of the public areas where you can go park, they was charging fifty off the top. The ones on the street, wow. they um they they don't uh, revise the meters and everything. So it's so bougie; it won't take your quarters anymore. You have to use a credit card, and it's three dollars and fifty cent per hour. Wow! And you I'm looking like need- when did this change? <laughs> In the garages, some of the garages used it to charge like ten to twenty. They was charging thirty and up as well. So I'm looking like, you know what? We have cash. We have our cart. We have our coolers full of food. We had, um, I brought like the tents, the umbrellas, the little shade thing, chairs. I came fully equipped for the whole family. If they didn't have it, I had it. And we was like, but we wasn't equipped for the darn parking and stuff, but we had money, you know, just in case. And I said, what? They're like, what happened to $20? I said, listen. They banking because they know these people are not familiar that's coming here from out of state and other countries trying to spring break and have a good time. So did they prank out? Yeah. Yeah. I heard
1: that part of this is these people are trying to recoup their money from what they didn't get during
0: COVID. And exactly. And that's what a lot of them said, too. Oh. Mm -hmm. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of the store owners were saying that as well. They were so happy that they finally to opened up, you know, fully. Yeah. Yeah. People could come back out. Because at one point, it, if it was so many people on the beach, they were turning people away and say it's too many people out here due to COVID and all that stuff like that. Now they're like, we don't give a damn. Y'all come on. <clears throat> come on, come on. And we thought the gazebos was like, uh, not the gazebos, cabana. <laughs> I thought the cabanas was 25 to get, I mean 250. The dude say, no, not oh, my no, cabanas. No, no. I thought that was a...
1: Uh-uh.
0: <laughs> so, look, let me mute him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But one end of the beach, they were charging 250 for the cabanas to get in there. And on the other side, the dude said, oh, no, I'm going to take all their business because I'm only charging 45. My goodness,
1: I, but I thank you for actually giving me that warning because when I go out and I see the pr- prices looking more ridiculous than usual, here's why: mm-hmm. they're trying to recoup mm-hmm. money, and you are a, you a living testimony in that because you just experienced it. So, Queen just mm-hmm. gave us our little warning, listeners, of the prices about to, might they might get hiked up for vacations. So beware, Buyer beware. Mm-hmm.
0: Mhm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Special <laughs> be coming to Florida. <laughs> ah, research, Man. research, research, you know. And if you don't know, you better find somebody that do know and live here and question them. We'll let you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then
1: um See, part of the reason I'm not ready to, quite ready to travel right now, even though I just came back from Maine, but I'm talking about abroad more specifically um, because partly because COVID is still around. It's just not as many uh, cases right now. And the second part is because of the price gouging. I want to wait for that shit to go down a little bit before I start traveling. I don't want to pay more
0: than I have to. Mm-hmm. I don't think it is That's not it. into off-peak season. If you travel when it's off-peak, then yes, you would pay that mm-hmm. the price what it should be. But right now, why it's peaking? Yeah. Because, I mean, like I say, um, I haven't seen that many jet skis out there in the water. It was flooded with jet skis, people mm-hmm. parasailing, uh, people riding the um, Segways, renting those, bicycles. I said, I've never seen that many people. On, they ready to get out that house. They ready to get out and live. They ain't have to wear no mask on the beach this time and it was a lot of people scattered about so Nick, moving did, in it. Huh? I
1: have a question. Did any did you see anybody with the mask even though they weren't mandatory?
0: On the beach? No. But when they left off the beach going into like the restaurant or riding the uh public transportation, yes, I did. But on the beach, oh no, I smelled a lot of weed. I got so much contact. I had no bunnies. Nobody was wearing no mask. Period.
1: Yeah, and that's my concern. I was, we, my father and I were talking about just before you got on the air how I was at a concert uh, last week and everybody was pretty much raw dog in the air. But I kept my mask on. I had on too. Matter of fact, sure did. So I'm just not ready. For any risks at this time I don't want it I understand I'm ready to take my mask off too Because it's hard to breathe in it sometimes But um, I'm just trying to just be cautious Is all
0: Mm -hmm. And and that's the best thing to do Because when I go to the theme parks People looking at us crazy If I don't have on like you said Two masks in my shield Because I'm like if you sneeze That tissue mask is not going to stop that If you sneeze, my shield can stop it from hitting me. And they be looking like, and people laugh. They will point and laugh seeing you walking around at the theme park with your mask and your shield on. And I said, I don't care because at the end of the day, I have to take care of me. Yep,
1: absolutely. They can laugh all that they want. I don't know if those people experience COVID. Um, But that's part of the reason why I'm so cautious. I see a lot of people lifting the mask. And and not wearing them, and they're starting to gather in large crowds again. But I'm, I'm still not. Just so the concert, I was in the second row, so I was kinda away from the people. But um, mm -mm. traveling abroad, it's a no for me until at least later this year. And just keeping that caution. Not really anybody who's listening. Anybody at at the sound of my voice, um, I suggest that you also kind of take it slow, so that um, you could just be as preventative as possible because so there's no way that this thing is gone at this point for as many surgeons that we, as we had when we first discovered it.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and quote-unquote, isn't it supposed to be another mysterious one coming across the water over here again?
1: I was reading about yep. that
0: earlier. Mm-hmm. So how is it's okay for y'all to say, oh, don't wear no mask, you don't have to do it, but is another one creeping across. Headed this way.
1: It's like here we go again.
0: Here we go mm-hmm. again. So
1: you guys stay vigilant, stay careful, stay woke. All right. Um, for the next several weeks, we have um, some great guests lined up for you. Um, me and Nick have been kind of tag teaming about our guests, so it's it's an exciting. Um, it's going to be an exciting next few months. Oh my gosh! There's, I just remembered. I'm not. Neek, oh my gosh, I think I scheduled somebody and I got an event, so I'm going to have to uh, make some changes, but um, we'll probably do a pre-recorded show next week and i have to uh, reschedule our guests. But you guys, thank you so much for the past listenership to Intro to Info. We are most gracious and just thankful for your listenership. Um, you guys, stay safe. Follow the Intro to Info pages on Facebook. We got two. Daddy, thank you so much for co-hosting the show with me, Neek. Thank you as always, yeah. love you very much. Yep, y'all have a great mm-hmm. week and uh we'll uh we'll see you soon. Have a good night.
0: Good night. Good night. Bye.